All right. So uh, I hope you guys like that as much as I did. I know I've got tons and tons of notes written down. I know, uh, Chad, you've probably got some amazing notes. I think we've got, um, looks like seven questions to go through. So I don't know uh, if you want to take all seven of them, Chad. Go for it. I'll see if I can just fill in where uh, you leave off. So, all right, guys, let's listen in and see what Chad has to say. What's up? What's up? First of all, Joel, it's great to see you back, even though I know it was probably hard to ever come back from Hawaii, you know, but uh, good to see you here. And uh, this was, again, just a, a wonderful, wonderful, I never heard of, of uh, Valerie and she's great. So um, I'm going to kind of bypass, I have notes with some of the questions, but I'll leave the questions for you. So I'll just do a little commentary here. Um, so, you know, first of all, she talked about how success takes resilience and I think a, a big reason why a lot of people uh, prefer to just be an employee at a job is because, you know, when they can check in and they check, they check out, they can kind of avoid a lot of the obstacles. They can avoid a lot of the things that typically people just don't enjoy because being an entrepreneur means that you're going to face resilient. You're, you're going to have to be resilient um, because you're going to face setbacks. You're going to face things on a regular basis. You're going to constantly be challenging your comfort zone and stretching your comfort zone. And, you know, it's, it's uh, uncomfortable to constantly be stretching and going through growing pains and, and that sort of thing. So success absolutely takes resilience. You have to develop some rhino skin. You have to learn how to take charge of your emotions and let them in the car, but never in the driver's seat because that just doesn't go well. Um, I love the, she, she said a few times, pulling forward. I love that concept of pulling ourselves forward, thinking on things that pull us forward, taking actions that pull us forward, getting around people that pull us forward. I think if we could all just be aware of if things are holding us down or pulling us forward, mostly ourselves, then what we'll find is that if we're just creating that environment, creating that atmosphere, then when you look back a year from now, five years from now, you'll say, okay, I've created a world around me that constantly is pulling me forward instead of holding me down. Um, you know, we've heard of self-imposed limitations. Those are those limitations that we put on ourselves. No one else should ever have the power to put those limitations on us. That's why they're self-imposed. And when we recognize that, we can start to remove those barriers. Then the sky truly is the limit. Uh, so, if you understand your vision and your values, then it will become easier to know when to say yes and when to say no. This is a huge, huge, huge one because there's constantly things coming along in our lives that will distract us, that will cause us to veer off the destiny and calling that God has prepared for us in our life. Sometimes it's these shiny things that look good and they end up just being a distraction. If we don't have a compass and by compass, I mean a vision and values then it's very, very easy to get distracted by your friend's newest thing or the Joneses buying this or the neighbors across the street doing whatever. And so I think it starts if we have our vision, we have our values and you have a personal vision and personal things. And then you have the family vision, the family values. And when those things collide, those are things that you know that you, when they're in sync, you know that that's a direction that you're definitely supposed to go. And I think as we go along, sometimes uh, our vision and our values, you know, it, it, it kind of, becomes something that that uh, is revelatory as we go in life because some of your vision you have now or the, some of the, even the values you have now might be completely different in a different season. And she talked about, you know, how success can look different in different seasons of our life. 
you know, uh, maybe you're in a, a learning phase right now. You're just, you're gathering the information and you're learning and that's the season you're in. And there's the season of do, 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 do. And then sometimes God puts us in a season of waiting too, you know, waiting to, to, to see what we're supposed to do and just trusting, you know, as he builds levels of higher levels of faith in our lives and, and higher levels of dependency on him and trust in him. Um, when you write about life goals, it boosts your immune system. I'd never heard that before. I was like, dang, I need to write more. Boost my immune system. Who could use a little immune system booster right now? <laughs> I think all of us could, right? That's so, so, it's, it's amazing. The best possible self in the present sense. I love the present tense. I love how she was talking about how when we're writing, you know, we want to write the best case scenario. We want to write, we're, we want to, we don't want to, write our current reality. We want to create our future reality by how we see things right now. And I think that's, that's huge. Um, that was a question. I'm going to leave that one. Make sure, Joel, you talk about what we wish that you had done when we look back a few years from now. That's a good one. Uh, be still and know that I'm God. I love when she was just sitting there telling that to her mom's favorite verse, just telling it. And I'm sure she was ministering to herself too, right? In that moment when she was saying that. <laughs> Um, opportunities in the midst of challenges. That's another perspective thing. It's like, I always think of the person in the car, you know, some people in the car, it could be a beautiful sunset and you're like, wow, this beautiful sunset. Another person's perspective is the, the bug that splattered on the windshield. And they're just like, ah, all they see is this splattered bug on the windshield. It's like, no, don't focus on the splattered bug on the windshield. We all have splattered bugs. Look at the sunset. Focus on the sunset. You know, we have that choice. We get to choose what we focus on. Who can help you and who can I help? There's always someone around you that needs you. Every, every adversity you've gone through in your life has been training and it's been, it's been, it's, you've been allowed to go through that. So you have empathy and you have compassion for the next person that comes along you and you can actually walk them through there because you can say, I understand, I can relate. And God has a way of bringing those people into your life you might be in the crap season right now, but later you're going to be able to minister to somebody who's in their crap season that you made it through to the other side. And so that's huge. Um, when fear shows up, we use it as a stop sign. Man, talk about the enemy, you know, that comes to lie, kill and destroy. And I think when I hear now and I hear that verse, kill and destroy, I hear kill and destroy your destiny, kill and destroy, you know, the, the vision and the calling and the purpose and everything that God, because God's giving you talents these giftings that aren't for you, actually, they're for you to use to benefit other people. And if the enemy can come along, get you bound up in fear and trap you in a corner and cause you to just, you know, isolate from humanity, then he's winning. He's robbing you. He's stealing from you. He's destroying your future. So label our emotions, understand what it is. Um, be aware of fear, hijacking our responses. And, you know, the last thing I'll say is, uh, Self-compassion reduces cortisol levels. So just having self-compassion and writing down, you, you can get healthier today just by looking in the mirror and seeing, just, just learn to see what God sees. When you look in the mirror, see what God sees and have compassion for yourself. You know, and it might be hard right now, but I can do this. There's the, the world is full of stories of people who didn't know if they could go another day. And guess what? Not only do they go another day, but they went on to have incredible lives and looking back now, they're just like, wow, it's amazing. Cause this too, I love John Maxwell says this too shall pass. Cause this too shall pass in the best of times. 
just like seasons, right? I mean, we're getting ready to go into winter. No matter how cold you get, I promise this winter two shall pass and it'll become summer eventually. And then it's going to be great in summer. And you're like, oh, I love summer. It should be summer forever. Well, guess what? This too shall pass. Winter's coming later. So just uh, that's the reality of the life that we live in. And, you know, that's why the good times are so good. If we didn't have the bad times, how would we know the good times are good? We got to go through it all. And that's what makes us strong. That's what makes us resilient. That's what gives us value to pass on and teach the other people, our kids and the generations come behind us. So I'll just stop there, Joel. Um, I see, I didn't even touch any questions, man. I left them all for you. Oh, you, you did a great job. So, um, I, I don't even know where I'm going to start other than at the very beginning, what, what she talked about was what do you want right now? Um, that that's one of the, the things that I guess a, a lot of us really don't ask that question of ourselves. Like, what do I want right now in this season? You may, you may have this like five, I mean, who knows? You may have a five, 10, 15, 20 year plan, but in this moment, what do you want? And I think that's something that a lot of us tend to not look at. You said you stop focusing on what you want now because of the fact that sometimes you're scared about the things that you want now. And so we oftentimes bury our dreams of what we would want now because we don't think that they're possible. When you put something off further down the road, there's always a possibility of it happening. But for things that you want currently, start writing them down now. She said, you have the answers for all the things you need if you get quiet enough to listen. And uh, Chad already pointed out the, the fact that success takes resilience. But this is what I love is that when you create that space needed to reflect and respond, then you can regain momentum again and again and again. And that's so important because I think a lot of times what happens is when people lose, <laughs> excuse me, lose momentum then they tend to give up. It, it's the thing that most people don't understand is that you're only in momentum five to 10% of the time that you're doing anything. The rest of it is truly hard work and resilience, but you have the ability, ability to create momentum again and again. So as long as you continue to focus and do the things that you know you're supposed to be doing, momentum will catch back up. Do you have a vision where you eventually want to be. Make sure that the things that you're doing line up with taking you there. Uh, what does success look like for you at this season of your life? Uh, I think one of the important things about that question was the stop judging your current success based on past successes. Um, I think that's a trap that we all fall into. I mean, you look at your, your, your past success and you expect your next success to look like the same thing, but they're never going to look the same. And the reason why is because things change, time change, people change. So don't get bogged down on what you're perceiving as a lack of success because it doesn't look like the previous success that you had. Look at the success that you can have now based on the current season that you're in. Writing down the I am statements. I, I love I am statements. So this, is, this is how my life is. Not This is how things are going to be. But when you're writing things down, writing them down as if they already are. That's a, a, a powerful habit and things to do. How would you describe your best personal self? Uh, I talk about that all the time, you know, 
show up as your best self today. Uh, the reason why is because when you start doing things that are uncharacteristically of yourself, you, you think that, oh, I don't do this, but a better version of myself would do this. Well, if you start writing a list of what those better things are and, and you start attacking them, it's amazing how quickly you'll change your trajectory in, into the person that you want to be and how you want to be perceived. I like the, the looking back a few years from now, what would you have wished you'd done? Uh, that's the hindsight is 2020 question, which every single one of us, of course, if I looked back from the future, I would know how to do things now. Um, it's always fun because of the fact that, you know, life may knock you in the ditch here and there. And in the midst of it, just know that what you're going through will give you the ability to connect and help other people. That's because when you're going through things and you're getting knocked down, you don't want to be so attached to your idea of how things are supposed to be that you're not flexible enough to change with it. What is the opportunity that is available in the midst of the challenge that you're going through? Um, John says this all the time, that the, the challenge is where the opportunity is. There, there really isn't much opportunity without challenge. I talked about this the other day when opportunity knocks on the door and you open it and work shows up. Most of us either get annoyed or surprised because we think opportunity is supposed to come with ease. It's not that way. It comes with challenges. So what opportunity is available to you right now that looks like a challenge that you could go and do something? <coughs> Who can you help and who can help you? I think a lot of the times for me personally, I'm always looking for who I can help. And I haven't actually asked who can help me. Many hands makes a light load. If you're constantly bogged down, maybe it's time for you to start looking for people to help you. Look at the people that are surrounding you and see ways that maybe they can help lighten the load. And together, not only can you accomplish more, but you can accomplish further and have more success with more people involved. Um, talking about fear, not letting fear take over the driver's seat. Um, she said, fear is inevitable, but it's not a stop sign. And I like how Chad pointed out that it's not a stop sign. When you can look at it and say, oh, there's my fear. And then just assign it that and then continue on, you will have much more control of your destiny and where you're going as opposed to saying, there's fear. Okay, fear here. I'll put you in the driver's seat and let you take over. If we learn to take control of the fear, name it, and then continue through it, fear is actually a great motivator because it allows you to push through the things that you normally otherwise wouldn't. Uh, next two questions were, what would happen if you didn't let fear make your decisions? That's something that, you know, is shocking to think about because a lot of the times we let fear make the decisions without us even realizing it. So take time to think about what would the decision be if you didn't let fear make it? If your best friend is going through what you're going through, what would you say and how would you treat them? Guys, this is something that's super important because I don't think we give ourselves enough credit or enough grace um, for what we're dealing with. If we were going through something super, super rough and we're beating ourselves up about it, 
would we do the same thing to our friend if they came to us with what we're going through? Uh, th this is one of those self-care thought processes that, that really should help you through whatever situation it is you're going through because of the fact that if your friend came to you for help with what you're going through, you wouldn't beat them up. You wouldn't be doing, you wouldn't be saying to them the things that you're saying to yourself and to address it and say, this is hard right now. It's okay that it's hard. We know things are hard, but the thing is, is you can get through this because you are more than a conqueror. God created you to be a conqueror. He conquered death and the grave and the world for you and him in you makes you more than a conqueror. So it's okay that things are hard. You have the resilience to get through it and do better. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today. I hope these questions help you go through and change some of the trajectory of where you're going through, giving yourself the time to ask these questions, to get answers and do it on a regular basis, because that'll actually help you move forward in certain times and maybe slow down in certain times. So again, thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to come back here again next week with another great topic. Go out, make it an amazing week. We'll see you again soon.